Why, hello, and welcome back to the Baby Weight Nutritionist. This week we're talking about exercise. In part one, we looked at a short 10 minute workout that you could do right now, no matter what's going on. And today we are talking about the four mistakes you might, maybe, probably are making with exercise. Mama with Littles, I know you want your energy back, but overwhelm creeps in, turns you into an anxious wreck, causes you to skip meals and rebound with stress eating, then ultimately dilutes your confidence. Ugh. It's pretty obvious that you want to and should lose some weight, but you're embarrassed of the fact that you can juggle all the things, raise kids, homeschool, or kill it at work, but you can't get your health in check. I know how much this is weighing on you and how hard it is to make your health a priority. Let me introduce myself. I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist, mom of four, and host of a top 3% globally ranked podcast. I've helped hundreds of moms just like you. The plan for season four of this podcast is to imagine that you are a beautiful houseplant. You're going to be walked through the steps to number one, root your health deeper in Christ. Number two, care and tend for yourself in completely new ways. And number three, create habits to thrive and flourish. Skip the steps in this plan and you'll spend the most precious years of motherhood like a very neglected houseplant struggling and unable to blossom. Follow these steps laid out here and you're looking at renewed energy, greater confidence, weight loss, and a thriving life that glorifies God. All right, mama, with all the littles coming out of your ears, reheat your coffee. It's time to thrive. I want you guys to know I am coming at this from a place of been there, done that, lived that life of over-exercising in college, trying to uh, make up for, you know, a night of drinking or make up for a weekend of too much fun, too many sweets, and then like hitting the gym for hours. And, you know, now that I am a mom and like have real life responsibilities, (laughs) that doesn't work. I can't do that. And I've seen the light. I have come to realize and understand and learn and get educated on the fact that over-exercising to compensate for a poor diet is not effective, doesn't work, and it just is part of the diet culture problem. And then I've also been part of the crew where, you know, after I became a mom, it was like, if I don't work out enough, then I'm just not going to do it. I kind of fell into that for a little bit after my first baby. I also had a C-section that time around, and it was kind of like, well, if I'm not going super hard, then what's the point? Dabbled in that thought for thought uh, theory, theory for a little bit. That didn't work for me so well either. So right now we're going to look at, you know, four mistakes that you might be making. And I share those two mistakes with you so that you know, I'm not coming at this from a mightier, holier-than-thou approach. I've been there, girl. I've done it and bringing you to the light with me. (laughs) So the first thing, first thing first, if you haven't listened to part one, please do that. There's a power prayer. We want to open our hearts to the possibility of doing this in partnership with the Lord. Second, the very first thing that, or the first mistake you might be doing is We'll just dive right in, okay? All or nothing. Like I just described, I, I said there were two different fallacies that I uh, bought into before. One, trying to do everything and to compensate, overcompensate, 
or nothing because what was the point? But what I was missing and what I want to hopefully help you find right now is that there's like endless opportunities in between those two situations. So many, we can't even count them. Endless, like infinite. I'll even use that word. (laughs) Infinite opportunities and ways and paths and means of working out in between the hardest workout and nothing, you know? And when it comes down to it, just being humans, we're going to fall back towards nothing if we don't have habits in place. So um, I'm just trying to really help you see that all or nothing, yeah, that's not where we want to stay. Let's find our happy in between. Find the thing in between that works with your schedule, works with your life, with all the things you've got going on, and is effective. So that brings me to point two. Uh, This is something else that you might buy into. You may have thought this way before. I know I used to think this, um, and then I was shocked. Like, literally in college, I was like, oh, huh. So I grew up in a family of runners, and we would run all the time. Okay, maybe, like, as I grew into it, I would run more with my dad and my sister. And starting in college, I, like, did several half marathons, and I was just running all the time, and I thought that was fantastic. Uh, At the same time, I was also lifting for cheer because I cheered in college. And so when I stopped cheering and I was left to my own devices, I realized running in and of itself wasn't going to cut it. And I put that in quotes because I realized and I learned in school and have continued learning over the years that cardio in and of itself isn't enough to really complete your full picture of health. So applying that to like right now, let's say you have an elliptical or a Peloton or a treadmill. If that is the only workout you're doing, dang, good for you. Like you are moving your body. Now, the next thing is you also need to add some strength, all right? add some strength. Go back to part one if you want an example of how to simply, easily do this without having to go buy new equipment. All right, the third thing, third thing you're probably doing wrong, or you might be, because you don't really fit into every box here. You're going to notice you tend to, uh, one of these applies to you more than the others, because um, everyone's different, and (laughs) you're not just like, The next person who's listening, you have your own situation, your own beliefs. So you fall into one of these categories for sure. The third thing right here, this mistake you might be making is that if you are doing intense exercise and only intense exercise, like to the point of exhaustion, then you are probably really doing yourself a disservice, particularly when it comes to increasing your stress, increasing your level of cortisol. Really intense workouts increase your body's stress and not necessarily in the best way. It increases the level of cortisol that, um, well, let me just say, it causes more stress, the feeling of stress, which leads to anxiety, which leads to worry and overeating and less sleep, poor sleep, all of these things. So if you are 
reaching the point of exhaustion every time you're working out, you're increasing your stress. So you, there's another way to like think about this because you're probably not here because you are nailing these really, really hard workouts every single day, right? That's probably not who's listening. But if you are doing these hard workouts and then you got nothing left the next day, the next four days, the next five days, and then maybe next week you'll try again, back off, do yourself a favor, back off. Because in the grand scheme of things, multiple lower intensity workouts are better for you than one real high intensity workout that depleted you, increased your stress, made you sore for five days to where you couldn't even sit down on the toilet. And here you are. So let that sink in. In particular, what comes to mind for me with this is a a client I have where we're really looking at her cortisol and her stress and how it's playing into her sleep. And I won't reveal all of her information because that would be unethical for me. But I want to share with you that, you know, when you are working with me, when you're in the group program that starts next week, you have support in all areas of this, of your life. So we address sleep. We address your stress. We address absolutely your nutrition and also your exercise. So it's the full picture. It's the full package. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you want to, you know, get a printout of a meal plan and try to do that by yourself, go chat GPT it up. Do it. Absolutely. Did you realize that chat GPT or AI could like literally print you out a, <laughs> a meal plan or a workout plan? That's nuts, isn't it? AI is nuts. Oh my gosh. I was just having a conversation at Bible study today about that with my friends. Um, but I bring this to light because, you know, this this woman I'm working with, she could go research this stuff on her own. She could go look up cortisol and exercise and sleep and all of the stuff. Or she could have somebody there with her to hold her hand, walk her through it, help her feel seen, help her feel heard to acknowledge the significance of the, the things she's going through with her body, with her, her stress, with her, her heart, all of it. It all plays in in your overall wellness. Every single piece of the puzzle needs to be supported, addressed, worked on to the best of your ability and with support and accountability. So yeah, that woman, we are working on cortisol. Okay. Oh, weird. This is a rapid fire episode. So the fourth thing you might be doing wrong, I kind of just touched on this, but this is falling into the belief pattern of one and done. Let's say you work up, work up, you wake up and work out. That was kind of a combo. You wake up and work out and it, it takes you 20 minutes and boom, you're done. That's fantastic. Check it off the box. Put it on your habit tracker. You did it. Then let's just say maybe you show up to work and you sit on your booty nine to five. You get home. You sit on the floor with the kids and you go to bed. That is one and done. That's one and done versus an active lifestyle. When you have an active lifestyle, 
you maybe wake up, do your workout, and then you take the dog on a walk, and you take the kids on a walk, and you go up the stairs at work, and you stretch at lunch, or do a 10-minute YouTube video like another client I have, or you, um, I don't know, you take a walking work meeting, or if you're not going to work and you're at home, you're moving, you jump on the trampoline with the kids, you take another bicycle ride in the afternoon if you have time, you do some lunges while the kids are uh, uh, swimming in the pool or at, at practice, whatever it is, you lay on the floor with your baby and do crunches. See the difference? One and done versus active lifestyle. No matter what you do throughout the day, you can find little pockets of movement. So if you're falling into the trap of one and done, this is also doing yourself a disservice because there are studies that show that an active lifestyle is more effective for your health, your weight loss, and your weight management. So now bringing me to this topic of studies, research. I don't know if you're aware of this, but on my team, I have an exercise physiologist and she's weeks away from also becoming a dietitian, a registered dietitian, and she covers the exercise portion of the group. This group is starting next week. She handles it because while I can give you encouragement and I give you information and I have videos for you to watch and teach you some practical things, we have a three-tiered approach around here in the group program or if you're a one-to-one client in the baby weight loss blueprint that starts next week, we have three approaches to exercise. One, like I said, you just get me, you get videos, inspiration. Two, you have uh, access to a membership where you have endless workouts at your fingertips that are faith-based. And it's like a buffet. You show up, take what you want, leave what you don't. The third tier is this woman that I was just talking to you about, Sydney. She is your movement coach. She will show up with you six times throughout the duration of this program, give you specifics on what to do and how to do it and tips and reasoning. And she is so science-based, she puts me to shame. If you want access to her because you're like, all right, I know Kristen can cover nutrition. We talk about that a lot here. And I think, oh, oh, I think I need help with exercise too. We got you. We got you. The Baby Weight Loss Blueprint starts next week. And if you don't know anything about it, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know my philosophy. You're the first one around, or it's your first time here. And you're like, whoa, Kristen, slow down. Then you want to start with the free workshop that I just released last week. It's called the Bust Baby Weight Without Willpower Workshop. So that's where you show up and get three secret ingredients to lose 30 plus pounds without diets and keep it off. So that free training, free workshop for you is is linked below. So is the application for the Baby Weight Loss Blueprint. Pick one of those options. But if you're like kind of new, you're not sure, you want to just kind of feel it out, see some more information, then you want to sign up for that free workshop. You are going to get a front row seat to my methods that are working for me, for my current clients, and for over a hundred other women that I've served in this role since I launched this business in 2020. So that free workshop, Bust Baby Weight Without Willpower, is linked below. You will get 
three non-diet secrets to lose 30 plus pounds with ease, four ways to regain your energy, fast habits to overcome willpower struggles, my exact five-step meal prep process, and an exclusive opportunity to lose weight without dieting and keep it off. You here for it? All right. So you want to see what this is all about? Grab the free training. You ready to apply? You ready to do this without dieting for good? With support, accountability, high touch. You got me. You got your your movement coach, Sydney. You also have a mindset coach, Betsy. Then you want to apply. And you just click that other link where it says, hey, apply here. Click that link. Make an appointment with me. Fill out the application and be brave. You can wish and you can hope and you can, you know, (laughs) let me give you an analogy here. If you're still with me, props to you. Thank you for sticking around. We were talking about this in Bible study today too, the wedding at Cana. Um, So that's Jesus's first miracle, right? And the crowd, the, 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 not the crowd, the people in charge of serving the wine, they come and Mary's like, Oh, heck, Jesus, you've got to do something with this. And he's like, woman, what do you want me to do? And she tells them, do whatever he says. So they bring their best. They bring their best, which is water. That's all they got left. They don't have anything else to give. They bring water. And Jesus works his miracle. They didn't do the miracle. He did the miracle. So I'm inviting you to bring your best Let's partner in this and let's do something that's going to make an impact on your life. That's going to make an impact on your mission. Let's help you to feel better, work some magic, and turn water into wine. I'm not doing the miracle. You're not doing the miracle. But we can bring what you've got, give your very best, put that forth, and see what God does. Thank you all for being here. And I hope that... I see your application come through. Cannot wait to see your name and chat with you. If you don't see a time that works for you, shoot me in uh, DM over on Instagram at babyweight.nutritionist. See you there.